smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. What's growing on with EDC? This is the 2022. Oh shit, I'm getting ahead of myself. 2021. What's growing on? Christmas special. Yeah. I love that sweater, dude. I love it. Yeah, since when is uh, mustard yellow the new Christmas color, Scotty? I got this for Christmas. No, this is somebody gave me this at the Cowboy Cup. A dirty hippie shirt. I think that's another festival that goes on there. All I know is I've seen a girl wearing a dirty hippie shirt, and I'll go, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Although I can't consider yeah, myself got- a dirty hippie. Well, I believe it's new. What is it? Christmas Eve Eve? Is that how you said, Guru? No, it's Christmas Eve, man. It's actually the Eve. We got folks staying up late, waiting for Santa to show up, eating the cookies. (laughs) I don't have any good Christmas wear. I need some. Santa has to toke when he's doing his rounds, right? That's that's we agree. We if you look at the comments, people agree that Santa is about mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that wholeheartedly. So I'm sure you toke a little bit, you know. Hey, it's about time they're kicking in. Let me kick these things in and smoke some weed. I do as well. I do as well. <laughs> Let me give you a rundown of today's cannabis culture news, entertainment, fun times, a little holidays talk. We got some uh in the news, uh, California Ski Resort, we're going to have fun with that is a little upset about marijuana use, which is kind of funny. Um, you have a book report, Scotty? Did you actually, uh, the Japanese I, Secret to Long and Happy Life book? Yeah, I can't pronounce the word, but it was really interesting, man. Uh, at least I hope Ikigai? so. Ikigai? Ikigai? I don't know. Do you imagine going to either Japan or China? Like if I go to, uh, you know, I don't know. France or I'm thinking like uh, somewhere to speak Spanish, I can get some of the things, you know, normal is normal, you know, like, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Dude, you go to China or you know, Japan, good luck. You can't even sound them out, you know, but <laughs> I, I have it here. How to say, let's see how, uh, if Google's going to help me here. We are looking at how to pronounce these Japanese words. He can barely speak English so good. Man. I don't trust him. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway. Let's go into. Uh, He's an erection, the- didn't he? <laughs> let's get into the show here. Before we hop into it, guys, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Plumbot will be coming at you in 2022. We're working hard and playing in the DGC Cup and DGC Patreon producers. You'll have first access to those tickets as well as a lot of new hookups and get what's up. What happened to my 2020 shirt, man? Remember I had 2020, like needs improvement. I guess those are rags now. It's 2022 already. Yep, it is almost I, 2022. I don't know what happened to the year. <laughs> it really, it should have gone by very slowly, but it went by very quickly. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I had a good time. I had a good time. But distracted me here. Uh, a lot of new giveaways are going to be happening in 2022. Of course, HLG has that new light out, the Blackbird. We're going to get our hands on one of those for the DDC. All the details are at dudegrows.com forward slash support. If you want to support the show and make this show happen, currently still uh, until December 30th, you have an option to win an HLG 350 or 100R specs. That's a current post over on Patreon. When you're logged in, you can just comment to win. And the happy hour is not happening this week. Next week, it falls on New Year's Eve. I haven't talked to Soup the Gardener, the host. That's the show that is every Friday at 420 Pacific time. Your Patreon produces live on Discord, reposted on Mondays, precedes every show. So listen in for that if you're supporting the show. 
and dubros.com uh, forward slash support. We're going to build this, guys. We're going to keep building on this in 2022. And if you are in Denver or in Colorado and have a suggestion for a location for a DGC Cup, let us know what you think. We've got to have 50 jars of a whole bunch of weed and everybody can smoke freely is uh, the rules. And as many people over a thousand and uh, no masks required, your choice, that's what I want. How much weed are we going to need? We have successfully done this with 300 people, 400 About 400, people. yeah. Man, a thousand people is very ambitious of you. You might be a full-on promoter at that point. <laughs> well, there'll be different levels. Of course, we have DGC judges. That's where you'll be able to come to the DGC Cup, and you can judge the flower and or participate, but not everybody. Well, yeah, you're right, Scotty. We can't necessarily have enough right. bud lined up for a thousand people to partake in. I, I hear you there. By the uh, way, we, we, you know, I talk about doing it outside. I've got a couple venues we could do it outside. It's 60 mile an hour winds. My fence just blew down. So it's like you can never, <laughs> you know, in Florida, they'll have festivals and it'll rain. You know, I mean, you just can't control the weather. I'll uh, give you a compliment. One of the You're... best parts of festivals is when the mud people come out. If it rains during the <laughs> festival. I was a just mud saying. person. It just seemed great on acid. Being a mud person seems like the best idea in the world, man. That was last New Year's Eve here in British Columbia. We were all around the bonfire while it was raining, and it turned into between my wife, our neighbor's wife, and some other people. A little bit of a mud fight, a little bit of throwing, getting it on your clothes. It's good. You know, you just let loose a little bit. I'm down. I, so I, that I mean, I, I got to give you credit. Uh, Scotty uh, Spence did just uh, at least half of it has, has blown down before we started the show. You have a smile on your face. You can chuckle about it. And like most things in life that come your way, it's like, what can I do? What can I do here? I know some dudes might be, it might be angry day. Fucking fence. God damn it. You know? So it's a good leading by example there. Uh, when you can't control shit guys in life, you got to roll with it, roll with it. And freaking, you know, just roll with the punches, I guess is what they say. But <laughs> what's yeah. fucked up is last show. I was like, all right, put on a happy, I'm happy right now. Okay. We'll fix the fence. We'll put some braces in it. Uh, last show I had lost my edibles. I had Christmas gift edibles <laughs> you were and upset. lost like, I actually had so many of them. They gave me a free backpack to put them in at the dispensary. And my wife hung it up with all the backpacks. So finally I found it, but I think losing the edibles bothered me more than the fence. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's leave some dank here. I got a couple Christmas dank nugs. Let's get into this. Who's growing some dank dudegrows.com. Get your dank nugs up. Um, and we will be hooking up y'all that put up some dank nugs at dudegrows.com forward slash Xmas with some cloud ray fans. Uh, you'll be notified on that when we pick them out. But this first one, Sour Diesel, posted by Disher, Disher Band Farm. Is that what we got here? That sounds good to me. Disher I'm like Band leaning Farms. into the computer, man. Glasses are coming. Uh, um, DJ, DJ Sher, DJ Sherban Farm. There we go. That's what we got. All so, right. I was going to say that I fought the glasses for a while. You just do them, and it is a pain in the ass. But there's, I don't say there's nothing worse. It really sucks to not be able to see. <clears throat> I mean, if I leave my glasses, you know, in the bedroom or something, or forgot my glasses, it is a struggle. You know, so it's just, a, it's a joy to be able to see. You could Teach own the junk. look a little bit. I don't know if I could. I don't know what I would do with the look. We'll see. Yeah, uh, you need the Oakleys. <laughs> I need some sporty ones. You need the Oakleys that wrap oh, around. No, the dude should definitely rock some Rex Specs. 
Who's are those? What are those? Wait, Rex Specs? Yeah. Okay, here. You continue with this Grow Talk question. I'll pull up a... All right. This is a Dank Nug Sour Diesel. This is a beautiful little... This is like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, but a weed plant. Right. And if you scroll down, I mean, you got current presence at the base of it. And look at the lights on it, though. That is a nice picture there. That beautiful is cool. Looking. So, um, yeah, I, I give some credit here uh, for the decoration. I'm not so sure about... That is a weird-looking strain structure, though, right? Um, uh, who knows? It was probably raised to be a Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, potentially, I see. Potentially. I see. Uh, Your guru, gurus. I know. Go up below, man. Those are the crazy. Yes. Look at the, those. Yeah, let me those this, are what they do. Do need some rec specs. Dude, we have sure. your glasses, sir. All right. Oh, hang on. What about uh, do that basketball player? Kurt, Rambus, was that his name? He used to wear these glasses playing basketball. He was like the only one. And it was pretty, uh, played with like Magic Johnson and shit. It's pretty cool. Okay. I need to, I see some images here. I need a, they're sporty. I have a strap, like an elastic strap holding them to my head and shit. Yep. Sure. Okay. Interesting. Sure. That's Interesting. a look, by the way, man. You're definitely saying It would something. do nothing but completely fog up in British Columbia. All right. I fog up. These, hey, these fog up when I go into the grow because about 70, 70% humidity in there. It goes from 15%. I walk in there and <laughs> fog right up. <laughs> Next dang nug is Black Cherry Punch by In House Genetics. This is by Bevan Bowie. First time growing. Boy. Thank you. First time growing this strain, and what a pleasure it was. Still not finished to smoke, but I can't wait to taste through this product. It's great. Smells of sweet grapes and rubber. A few different phenotypes in the seed pack, but all beautiful in their own way. Grown in cocoa, quick fill bags with four flex nutrients under two gabidas. Quick cocoa? Cocoa quick fill bags. One of those for the bags that uh, have the compressed block in the bottom, and you literally just add water to the bag, maybe? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, little, little recharge water in there. I was just mixing up some cocoa last night. And yep, was putting the recharge on. I actually had the self-wicking pots, and then last thing I did, a little recharge water in there to get things going. Let me see if I can do this right. In these pictures of this bud, I'm seeing a lot of swollen calyxes. Sorry, dude. Just keep, Guru just keeps looking over out the window to see how many more fence sections have blown down. <laughs> no more, no more have gone down yet. But it's like uh, yeah. 60 mile an it's, hour winds or 65 miles an hour right now. We had up to 80 a couple days ago and a hundred and something in the, you know, in the, in the plains or the fields. It's insane. Uh, Devin boy is what you're saying. Let me give some props here. Props over to, uh, over the pond, deep in prohibition land. This is about the author, uh, from across the pond have been growing on and off for the last eight years or so with success and failures, but many lessons learned. Listen to the Dude Grow Show every day at work, slowly yeah. working my way backwards through the episodes. <laughs> big love to Dude Scotty Guru, where I was Kyle, and everyone else involved. And big love to people across the pond there. What does so that mean? That means the pond specifically means Britain, right? Basically. I don't know. England. That's what I was asking. I know it's over the ocean, but uh, there's a lot of options there. I was pretty, thinking UK. Pretty sure that's a it's it's UK. That's, yeah, the, that's generally like a, an English term for talking about America. Um, yeah, and I guess you could use it for Europe too, but like in common vernacular, it's yeah. Well, that's the only place they speak English there, so it makes sense that it's the only place they would have an English euphemism. Got it, got it. Uh, let's go into one more Christmas. Yes, beautiful nugget here. 
We got uh, Christmas fun pick posted by Kuzmas. What's up? Kuzmas sending me some dank. Um, this is awesome. It says, you just never know where this elf is going to be, but she found the jackpot. And it's just this, it's kind of a creepy looking elf doll with a huge, where did he get this huge joint from? Is that homemade? Oh, that's got to be. My wife just went and bought dog toys, and now they sell giant joint dog toys. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. My, and then one time, just one time, Tito grabbed it by like by the end, and he looked like he was dragging this huge joint <laughs> around, and I was like, perfect. That is awesome. <laughs> uh, nice elf. I, I know the elves, they toke, too. They, they toke and do mushrooms as well. I mean, they ride with, they ride. Well, how else are you going to get into a sled that takes off by a reindeer you know what if i mean and like feel safe i mean if you're a, a mushroom hallucination can you do mushrooms too yes yes all the Agreed. same time and the Agreed. reindeer as well they have edibles <laughs> i dig what are you token on today scotty what are you token on medicating with if you will i just made my medication you know, I, I have a sour lime cookies joint here. And can I be completely honest and forthright with you, dude? Yes, yes. I harvested, I think, five different strains, threw them in five different bags. And the gelato cake and the wedding cake, I was like, dude, these don't smell good. And they smelled like kind of a dirty gym socks kind of thing. They just didn't smell like dank weed. And I was scratching my head a little bit and I dried them. I thought I'd cured them correctly. And then I came back and opened the, the bag a couple minutes ago, maybe a half hour ago, just to check on them. And Blammo had that great smell. And I was you had to dry them more, basically, is what you're saying. I had to let them cure, believe it or not, for you know four or five days when they were dried, and I put them in the bag and was checking them like day one, day two, day five, day six. They really got their smell and they got their flavor. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that is. Uh, I've had that happen where yeah, it's taken a minute for the smell to come on properly after drying up, and it was like stressful. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I was like, fuck, at least, you know, my super lemon haze just turned out so, we don't have the bud cam, do we, Guru? I uh, don't have a bud cam on. Oh, it just came out so bright, beautiful, and stinky. I love this weed, man. Where'd you get the sour lime cookies from? Did you grow that? That wasn't my super lemon haze. Sorry, I'm giving it a disservice. This was my super lemon haze. Where did I get the sour lime cookies from? That's a two-tone... Yeah. Two -tone Oh man, man! Oh man, that's good. I told I told uh, Guru I was going to give him some of this for Christmas, but having second thoughts now. <laughs> Great Christmas! If you're a grower, I mean, we can tie onto that one there. If you're a grower and if you're a grower, you should have excess weed. Um, make sure you're gifting as many people as possible, even if you don't yes. know if they smoke or not. They'll, maybe they'll find somebody that they know that smokes, and it'll find a home, if you will. Everybody gets a jar. You yeah. get a jar, and you get a jar. I feel like <laughs> Oprah, man. <laughs> um, I'm talking on. I was going through my stash, and I found, which still looks fabulous. Um, this is some real. I need a bud cam to myself here, but this is a berry tight number one pressed at 200 rosin. So 200 is the P is that pounds per, is that, what is that? 200 PSI? Now, is it? that microns or is that, uh, uh, 
No, it can't be time. I was oh, just pressing the Rosenbaum this weekend with my 21-year-old daughter. And she was uh, we called up Guru. He gave me the parameters. It was pretty easy. It was, what, uh, 165 degrees, Guru? Is that right? 180 degrees? I get- so there's a whole range, and it kind of it's very strain-dependent with rosin. Um, so you really just have to play around with it to figure out what, what's best. But generally, between like 160 and 180 uh, some strains are like if you're doing second pressings, go, raising the temperature more to get a little bit more out of it can help. But no, <laughs> somewhere between 165 and 185. Well, that was pressed at 200. That's the Fahrenheit. That's what that's what, I believe this is shout out Terp Ptarmigan. So what I did took a little it's really easy to work with pulls right off the paper doesn't stick to my fingers too much. And I just balled it up with a little bit of flour, um, which is a great combo in this hash bowl I'm about to hit. And yeah. a shout out to you, Terp Ptarmigan. Hope shout out to you, there. brother. Shout out to you, Terp Ptarmigan. You know, I hope, I hope you, everything's smooth for you, brother. You do what you want to do, buddy. Take care of yourself, all right? Um, and, uh, yeah, that's what I'm token on. And the, the good thing I do like about these, when you guys, if you're mixing up hash and flour or rosin and flour and making a little ball or whatnot, it's good for, like, the share. Like, they last quite a bit. Mm -hmm. The only not downfall, like, for me, when I set it down here, I'm going to have to do a little cap with my hand <laughs> for a second. It'll just keep burning along, which I'm not going to be inhaling it all that time. But regardless, it's going to be tasty here. I will let you – I'll do the first good comments here. What's up? You're raising your hand? I'm trying not to interrupt, but I did. I know. you got a resolution sir. coming up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it is great when you pass a hash bowl because you don't have to pass a lighter with it. You can just pass it down the line and it just burns perfectly. And it's, it's uh, yeah, it helps a lot. It's a real joy. Yes, sir. Uh, good comments from Nick here. It says, watching the new Grow Talk. And I'm friggin' stoked, friggin', friggin' stoked. Yes, Scotty, to pop those beans. And he's going to do it. Thanks, brother. We're talking about the brick weed that you have on the shelf from probably somewhere in Mexico. I don't know. Just yes. as a friendly reminder, I hope you have those beans set aside. There are some expectations here. Okay. I have them set aside, sir. They're they are right here. They're right, right here. Hey, you All know right. what, Guru, will you remind me if we have some time right after the show? Hang on. I'll make a note for myself. Pop beans. Here what are you going to call them? You can name them. You can give them their own name. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. I was, was going to oh. send them to uh, Philo's Bioscience to see how the region they were from in Mexico. No, this you just get to come up with the name Reggie Bush. Should be the Why name. Reggie Bush? <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Because it's a reg. It's like regs. It's some reg. And it's, it's a, a bush. plant. It's yeah. a, it grows like a bush. Reggie Bush. Fuck. Is that taken? I don't think so. All right. That's it then, man. Guru I like it. I like Tito's Reserve. Except for I, I do feel like that one has no commercial viability name-wise because Reggie Bush can sue the shit out of you. Oh, that would suck, man. I wouldn't be able to make any money off it. I couldn't give a shit, man. I just want to fucking get those cuts out, man. All right, you got a couple of comments here for your own your own New Year's resolution. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna try and improve the quality of the show. We um, are. So what'd you find? This is something I do know about myself, and I am <laughs> I am a work in progress. It says this is from GJ. Guys, I love the show and have been listening for years, but this has to be said. This is all caps. Scotty, let people speak and finish their sentences. <laughs> two two explanation marks, explanation marks. It is so annoying to the point where I nearly have to switch off. Nearly. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. So I do realize that I actually listened back to the show this morning and I was a mumble mouth last time. I will. <laughs> hey, man, we try. I really am trying my best. Uh, I was saying that it's tough. I'm looking at the dude. He's in another country through a monitor. There's also trying to keep on track. I've got some notes that we look at. So a lot of times we're not just directly making eye contact, eye contact with each other and looking at the subtle nuances of even so much as I teach my kid this when she drives. I go, you can see, you can almost not see the other people's eyes, but you yeah. can see the way that they tilt their head inside their cars. You know if they're about to go for it you know if they're gonna let you in and it's very subtle man and our eyes and our you know we're just tuned in to very subtle nuances in body language tone of voice uh that's why i do try to i'm trying to do this when i want to talk or that you know i try to send some kind of exaggerated visual cues uh and i do notice this when we're all hanging out me banner and jaron were hanging out and I did not, uh, I was very capable of not interrupting because I would see, I'd wait for Jaron to take a breath. By the way, there was no chance of interrupting Jaron, by the way. <laughs> I'm working on it, sir. I'm working on it. The next comment here says you would understand things a lot better uh, and would not have to ask the question which you're interrupting if you just listened. My God. Okay, rant over. Back to the show. I do love you, Scotty. But if I could change one thing about you, it'd be this. I will say this, you're good 90% of the time, man. It's the, that's, that's the vibe of the show. You know, it's yeah, sure. Sometimes depends on who you're chatting with. There can be interruptions, but I blame more of it on, like you said, technology screens, the internet. We've done shows together plenty of times. We've sat on a panel with Adam yeah, Dunn at the Cowboy Cup, which was great. There was four of us on that panel. We had no issues interrupting each other because we're sitting there looking down at, Hey, what's up? You're going to, Hey, yeah, you wait, you know, all the facial expressions and things like you say. Uh, it's hard to pull off and just wait. Maybe the metaverse will fix it, bro. Yeah, I'll just press my button to stand in line. Hey, but, GJ, uh, that being said, anytime someone gives me a constructive comment that, uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. I really do appreciate them. Uh, so thank you so much. And it is something I am a somewhat introspective person. You know, when I got the driving down the road or whatever, I'm kind of stuck in my own mind. So I am always trying to improve. I love doing this show. I have no training at it, but I just love it. So uh, y'all's feedback really helps me. So thank you. Just be Definitely. nice, will you? I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me something. I know, I know I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta be honest. You are the dude and you do your job perfectly oh. or excellent. You keep this show moving and... Uh, yeah, no complaints, man. If anybody complains about the dude, they got to go through mm. me. Time to get into what's growing on. What is growing on is uh, my first note here in the format is, dude, click on this, which usually is, I don't know. I've done that before, and it was bad shit, Scotty. Ah, it's uh, always the naked black dude, man. But this is different. Uh, <laughs> this says Joanna Quaz, age 91 years old at the time of this competition, is the oldest active gymnast in the world. And it is a 91-year-old woman that is definitely doing gymnastics, somersaults. She just did a backward somersault and a headstand. And um, I am super impressed. Okay, so what's up with this impressed. is that there was a birth certificate error. So shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> not 91, man. I don't -uh. believe it. You Google this, this and it's fake news. 
Okay, so maybe she is into what we're going to talk about, which I do know how to say uh, after taking a brief break. Ikigai, Ikigai. We're going to talk about Ikigai, the Japanese secret to a long and happy life. I like this raising my hand thing. I just get called on when you're ready. Okay. Yes. What's is up? it really fake or is this where you're just kidding? Please tell me this is real. And what do I have to believe in? All right. I don't believe she's 91. What, so. uh, I'm pretty sure she's probably 91. Those legs <laughs> don't look like 91-year-old legs, do they? That's um, amazing. Anyway, please, please, dude, go on. Uh, you go on. You're reading this book uh, okay. or listening to this book or what? Uh, yeah. Motiv- I, I'm so sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> I have that new membership. I think it's called Scribd. I actually think they sponsor podcasts. We should call them because I learned about it on a podcast. But uh, it's like Audible, but yeah, get to try any book you want. Instead of uh, charging you per book, it's a monthly membership fee, and you get to kind of try any one you want. So uh, I do find myself constantly scrolling and barely ever listening. and just be like, ooh, this one looks good. But um, I found this one. Ikigai? Ikigai. The Ikigai. The Japanese secret to a long and healthy life. And I was like, all right, that seems interesting. And wow, it was really cool. Like, it was very simple concepts, but it was very cool. And I can break down in one sentence. Yeah. What do you got? (laughs) Maybe two. Maybe common. Eat healthy and have something to look forward to when you get out of bed in the morning. Have something that I think they say it's like always being busy. You know, so you got always occupying your mind with something. You're always moving forward. You always have something to get out of bed for in the morning. I was thinking about my uh, icky guy would be growing. You know, I got to get up and I'm, this was uh, the night I saw this book, the night that I was making my new hempy buckets. Remember I told you, I saw that video and I'm like the air gap. That's what it is. Is it, (laughs) is it too late to run the Home Depot? You know, I'm literally at Home Depot a couple minutes before they close running around. Around. And yeah, it's that kind of excitement. When I woke up the next morning, I was like, let's see if the cocoa wick or the perlite wick work better. I got to go in there. And it was really exciting for me, which is thankfully when you're Let 50, me give a little, little I, information. I just want to say, I just want to say just at the end of my rant, when you're 50, it's kind of hard to get excited over things, man. You know, I was talking to a buddy that's almost 60, our buddy. And he was like, yeah. And I go to the cabin, I chill. But he's like, oh, he's thinking about making his own concert venue. And he goes, dude, it's just I need something. It's hard to get excited about things as you get older. (laughs) So, yeah. So this is is a caveat. Don't don't, uh, get bored. A few notes on Ikigai. We'll continue the conversation. Dan B. Butiner, I'm going to go with, suggested Ikigai may be one of the reasons for the longevity of the people of Okinawa. According to Butner, Okinawans have less desire to retire as people continue to do their favorite job as long as they remain healthy. Um, Moe, or Moe, the close-knit friend group, is considered an important reason for the people in Okinawa to live long. The reason okay. Okinawa is brought up here is because Okinawa has, it's called a blue zone. There's a Nicoya blue zone in Costa Rica. There's more centenarians there. I think I did talk about this. There's more uh, people that live to be 100 there. I think uh, Okinawa might be the first uh, or the second. Uh, most people that live to be over the 100, and they attribute it to a fairly healthy diet. They do a lot of fermented foods. They're taking care of their gut I microbiome. Was, I was just going to say, this has way more to do with gut 
microbes than it does with anything else. One of the other uh, blue zones that they talk about with the centurions there that live there, uh, Bulgaria. Um, and they attributed it to the Bacillus bulgaris, the oh Bulgarian God. yogurt bacteria right. that like, makes Bulgarian yogurt. Uh, apparently, it like uh, <coughs> makes your telomeres degrade slower, like the ends yeah. of your chromosomes yeah. or anything else. So they have way less instances mm. of cancer and lots of other things. So yeah, eat some Bulgarian <coughs> yogurt. It's in Noosa. It's your telomeres, bro. Let's just say, think about, I, I will tell you, I, my dad is in a, in not a retirement, one of them retirement communities where you play golf, you play cards, you play pickleball. I think every retirement community, it's mandatory that you play pickleball there, man. But that's what he looks forward to, a painting class or something. <laughs> well, I will uh, do a little more narration and I have some commentation. On the concept of Ikigai is said to have evolved from basic health and wellness principle of traditional Japanese medicine. This medical tradition holds that physical well-being is affected by one's mental, emotional health, and sense of purpose in life. This is a, this is pretty much like not, it's almost common sense. I mean, we're not like, hey, okay, your mental health, you know, your emotional health, which is pretty much the same, right? And your purpose in life is one that I think gets tricky depending on, like you said, what age you are in life. And that can actually hit people at any age or affect. What's up? I'm Stop waiting. doing that. Just talk. So you're going to change the show around too much. I'm patiently <laughs> waiting, sir. No, it isn't. It? Um, people retire sometimes at 50. If you did, a, you know, got a job, I think in the military, you go in when you're 18, by 50, you can retire. I know so I used to be a plumber, so I'd go to a lot of people's houses and meet a lot of different people. I've met some folks that retired at 50 or 55, even 65 now isn't that old. And it's kind of like, for me, my real growers and dude grows and bamboo plants online and uh, all those companies. I have another couple companies. They're all like my passion, you know? So I'm waking up the people that I work with or my friends, um, always thinking about how to move things forward or how to get better or smarter at, at my job. Man, what would I do if that all just went away? If they were like, hey man, it's cool. We'll, get, we'll give you enough money for you to uh, you know, relax and enjoy yourself and just don't think about this shit anymore after 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. And you got to, I mean, you got to change things up. I see, I think in Japan, um, isn't it in Japan typically where the parents will live like elderly parents live, they all live in the same household. A lot of times where children will continue to take care of their parents. Um, it's uh, in a lot of Asian cultures, things are like that. And like when you China's see that, for example, when my, my mother-in-law lives here half the time and when she's here, she's doing a lot of stuff to help around here, whether it's with the kids, the kitchen, whatever is going on. But if, when she's at home in the States, it's just her. So I believe there is, you know, a sense that's a sense of belonging. That's a sense of having purpose in life. And when you do retire, um, you do have to be careful with those things. This next thing, uh, another concept with Ikigai is pursuing activities that produce enjoyment and a sense of mastery. I have an example of a gentleman in my neighborhood. He retired, um, like you said, I think mid-50s, right? Um, but he also, uh, he is uh, lucky for me, lives in my neighborhood. He is a Toyota Land Cruiser and Toyota nutcase. Has a hydraulic, a hydraulic lift in his garage. <coughs> he completely rebuilt an FJ80 that he flipped and probably saved him and his wife's life. Uh, he bought two and made like one good one. And it's like blowing my mind. Like, you know, you're pulling door panels. Like you're completely building one car out of two cars. And I'm like, that's mastery right there. And for me, when it says enjoyment, a sense of mastery, 
is specifically a way to alleviate depressive disorder. Um, luckily for me, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel I have a sense of mastery with mountain biking, uh, maybe not as much with snowboarding, but both those activities, a sense of it, um, which definitely, man, some of my best feeling times is that the, a day after boarding or when I'm done doing those activities uh, really helps with any potential depression or just, yeah, type of disorder like that. So having activities, one last example would be I had a friend, his father has now passed away at the age of 83, but after he retired, he turned the whole half of his basement into this badass professional wood shop, right? Like the vents going there and all, which dear God, my wife sanded a kitchen table in our garage. And now I understand why you need like a hood and an air vent because there's F and dis the dust goes on everything. Uh, but regardless, those are very important, man. Keeping, as I say, keeping busy. I think that's why people sometimes fear retirement will lose that sense of purpose, depending on what career path you're in. Absolutely. Think about it, man. Your kids are all moved away. Could be, you know, in this world, it could be really far away. A lot of people move far away from their parents <clears throat> and you, uh, yeah. And then you get your job taken away from you. And, you know, like I said, for me, my job is most of what I do. So then what do you do? You know, get a car and start working on it or something, you know, is, and is that your passion? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I get it. You're a dude, you're talking about things, you know, like I'd love a wood shop. Sure. I'd like a hydraulic lift and cars to work on. There are financial barriers to some of these things for people for sure. Um, but there are enough things if you work at it to do in this life that you can change it up. You can get a different hobby that isn't, you know, you go become a mall walker, maybe. I don't know. That's not that. <laughs> I, I will tell you, man, that I, like I said, I talked to High C and he's got me on this giving trip, you know, that, that it feels good to give. And I was listening, I think I was listening to my Parasite book. I can't remember what it's called, but it's pretty freaky. Parasite Rex or something, Carl Zimmer. And it was talking about that they're in this hospital in like India or some Sri Lanka, someplace like that. And they're getting treated. There's uh, kids getting treated. <clears throat> Maybe it was a podcast. I can't remember. Kids are getting treated for this parasite and it literally costs $6 to treat them and fix it. And if not, they get like swollen brain and you know, they get a swollen neck until it chokes off their brain. Uh, and it's six bucks to fix this shit, you know, and they're just like. It was so shady because they were trying to fix it for this girl. They were like, we'll give you the six bucks. And her parents were too proud to take the money. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, it was this was a show. Actually, it was a podcast. Now that I think about it, it was about giving. And it was like how your your six dollars can either go to the American Cancer Society and the two million dollar. I'm making that up. You know, CEOs. uh you know, salary or six bucks can go to provide medicine for this kid to save their lives. It's fucking amazing, man. I wish that information was more out there. I got two more points on guy, but you just said the giving. I, I struggle with the giving. It is the holidays. Half the time I'm like, man, am I just, am I just like, a, like if I only <laughs> give during the holidays, isn't that kind of cheesy? Shouldn't I give when it's not the holidays? Just like when I say celebrate Valentine's day on another day, other right. than Valentine's day. Um, and then when you're giving, it's like there's ways to give to a greater organization if you want. There are some good nonprofit and bigger things out there. But I like to say give within first. I'm no expert at this. Don't get me wrong. I still got some giving to do within your community. First off, within your neighborhood and with your neighbors. That's for me the most important. Like, and this is how I scale up giving. Does anybody around here need anything, or, you know, over the holidays? Is there anything I can do to make somebody's day better? Then you can go to your, your community 
your city level when you're out and about. Sometimes there's some homeless people where I live here in Maple Ridge. If you see somebody out and about, can you hand them a meal? Um, can you make? I like to see the reaction if I can. It's nice that when you change somebody's day or you put a smile on their face or like a no way, like that was awesome. You know, it, it's it's freaking cool. And I just the other day, not to pat myself on the back, I was in the gas station. And the Christmas, um, they do a Christmas car parade through uh, one street in our city where everybody puts lights on their cars. And so this truck pulls up to the gas station real quick. It's got the lights on it. The dad and the daughter pop out. He had just ran in to get like use the bathroom. And then she's sitting there standing in line with some candy. And he's like, we got to go. We got to go. The Christmas. And she's like, put the candy. And I'm like, give it to me. I got it. You know, run out the door. I paid for the candy. And they're professionals. You got work. They're professionals. Yeah. She's like sick. She turned around and she's like, Merry Christmas. I was like, Oh, that's nice. That's nice. But, um, yeah, giving I, is important. I, I, I've got days. to interrupt here. I seen the Stop doing that. <laughs> I seen the weirdest thing at a clothes store one time. Uh, my kid was trying on a prom dress and, uh, there was a girl with her dad in there and she was getting an outfit and then they went to the store, they went to the counter and I can't remember his car got, no, they didn't even get to the counter. He goes, I can't pay for that. Yeah, I spent all my money and it was Sunday and he goes, I got paid Friday. I can't remember, but he spent all his money between Friday and Sunday. And I think he said something about partying and I was like, <laughs> oh God. And then I was like, oh, somebody should just buy this $12 shirt for this girl. Yeah. And it's, and then she said, Dad, can we go to the pawn shop again? He's like, I'm not going to the pawn shop. All right. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, you're getting I, a sense of like slight dysfunction or extreme yeah, circumstances. Or maybe it, could you help out? You can't fix everything. I was at a party last night, a holiday party last night. There was an 18-year-old kid there that was in high school. I think he was a senior in high school. They Somebody ratted him out for having an empty dab container, literally an empty dab container in his backpack, got expelled from school, so can't get a high school education now. He's like, maybe I didn't ask him if he was 17 or 18, but he's, he's living in like foster care or something. I guess he's 17 or I'm sorry, halfway house so he's probably 18 but it's just like it's like it, everything's a mess now man you know it's crazy sometimes how do you help that kid hmm there are ways there are ways you could be his big brother scotty i was talking to the person was so nice that it's it's our buddy man so nice and he's just like i don't know what to do you know i don't know what to do for the guy i can't invite him into my house Yes, you got to, you know, pick and choose ways to help out in society. And as I always say, make sure you're taking care of yourself first. All right. Take care of yourself first. And if you're good, then you can help out some other people. Um, but back to uh, back to uh, Icky, Icky, Icky guy, Icky guy. And two more things here, because I like, uh, you know, how flow we talk about flow. Icky guy also involves flow. Flow is a state of uh, what is it? I'm in the stone flowing on my mountain bike. Can it apply to you out on a walk or a hike? Are you in the what's up? I'm waiting. This is just my body language. So I'm going to okay. wait till after <laughs> you are done. All right. This is the new Scotty, man. All right. I what like do you see the after New Year's? The, listen to the definition here. Flow is a string of best moments or moments when we are at our best. These best moments usually occur when a person's body or mind is stretched to the limit in a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult and worthwhile. That's the best definition of achieving flow I've heard. What, what is the name of that person that wrote that? Jesus Christ. 
I, I know it wasn't book. Jesus Christ, but C S I K S Z E N T M I H A L Y I. That is, is a hell of a last name, brother. You know, it's gonna it be might, tough to get married with that name, man. It might be Zigzint McNicolai. It's Mrs. Sisneck McNicolai. It's very, uh, but hey, that's, that's why I hate say flow is. Go ahead. You interrupted me, man. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> this is from a book. This guy's an author of a book called Finding Flow, which I did buy on Audible a few years ago. Excellent, excellent book, man. Check that out. A lot of really cool information in there. That shit motivated me just for today. I mean, I gotta. It's it's shitty here. I'm gonna be on the stationary uh, spin bike this afternoon, but. When you say these best moments involving flow usually occur when a person's body or mind is stretched to the limit in a voluntary effort. So that means you're making it happen in a lot. It's hard to do that. It's hard sometimes to be like some of the best moments I remember having, um, whether it, it usually, again, I pertain to snowboarding or mountain biking or things that are like, holy shit. Like I pushed for that, something I maybe typically wouldn't do. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I, what's the book again? I got to get it. Finding flow. And, and, and what you got to stop your hand talk, man. This is <laughs> it, man. Dude, this is the new Scotty, man. Um, no. but I did want to bring up, you remember I got in a pretty solid mountain biking, uh, crash few, maybe a month ago. Yes. I don't know when it was, but it felt like about a month ago. Uh, I remember there's a pretty technical whack section, just one section where you're just going one boulder over another boulder over another. And it's there's not really a clean line. I mean, there is, but you just really have to pick your line right and be balanced correctly. And I thought about it before I went down there. I thought about it instead of just going down it in my flow state. When you mountain bike, you can't look at every rock and say, I'm going to avoid this rock. I'm going to avoid that rock. You just start hovering over rocks on your line. And it's, I think that's the flow state. We have, it is, we have no excuses too. I watched an old, uh, or it's a newer mountain bike film called The Moment about what the guys in the 90s first started mountain biking on. And when you look yeah. at their equipment, First, yeah. what, Warhan, you're like, dude, I have no, I have no excuses here. Like the, the technology is with many sports. Um, I guess really, I don't know if it has changed a ton in, in other sports. Has it? Like, can you say technology's changed in soccer? I mean, it's pretty basic. No, I don't know about that. Wait, yeah. wait, hold on. They've added uh, the video assistant referee recently for judging offsides and if goals should be allowed or not. But uh, think okay. they definitely added some technology to soccer. And then the science that goes behind sports medicine and sports psychology has changed yeah. so much in the last Off field, years. man. Oh, the and off field, even the training. Well, what it used to be. Just the Don't. game itself has changed a lot too. Like in, in the style and the way it's played. Baseball that it, no, we're talking about soccer. Yeah, no, what I'm just going through in baseball, they keep the bats similar. So you can't do they change the bats or no, they still have to be wood bats. They can't be corked or anything like that. Again, I don't think anybody was. I guess they were. Nolan Ryan in the 70s was throwing 90 something mile an hour fastballs. So I guess they've gotten a little faster. But hey, and then the technology changed for a little while when everyone was doing performance enhancing drugs and they had that whole big scandal. And they Dude, stopped. I lived in Missouri. All those <laughs> records like, oh. Whoops, Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I just grabbed. remember. Oh, so Sammy Sosa, man, they asked him something about performance enhancing drugs, and he was just caught, and he just goes, could be. 
Could be. <laughs> That's the best response ever. Uh, all right, let's take it to, oh, last point here, um, which is important. Um, it's important to note that ikigai does not typically refer only to one's personal purpose and fulfillment in life without regard to others or society at large. So just don't be all about yourself, okay? So, all right. Yes. Before the news, before the news, talk about the pros list. If you guys are shopping for your grows, do grows.com forward slash pros. Uh, we got, we're kind of some new pros coming at you in the new year. Most recently, rainsciencegrowbags.com. Check out their PVC mesh air pruning root bags and everybody else on the pros list, guys, vetted for gear. I did, man. See, it's working. I did. I went to the hangar yesterday and there was a bat, uh, a box for me and I was checking out. I'm sorry. I'm terrible with the name. They're brand new to me. The rain science grow bags, rain, rain science. science grow bags. They're nice, man. They are really nice. I'm impressed. I think they're, I think the DGC will, uh, will dig them, man. Most definitely. They're actually woven a little bit tighter. If you guys were familiar with radical bags, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> They just went out of business, guys. It was just business Whoa. shit. Great product. But just if you were familiar with those, the rain science have a tighter wove, uh, wove on them, weave, if you will. Uh, so it's when, when you're watering or media being held in the bag, it's where it works a bit better. And everybody else, guys, on the pros list, whether it's HLG, you're getting some CBD from Hanover Hemp. Shout out to Seeds here now, all vetted for by the DGC. These aren't just random companies. They're like, hey, let's hang out. We've met the people. We talk with the people. We want them to know that good service and great products. So dogrows.com forward slash pros. Check out all the coupon codes. Yeah, the, the first thing that I uh, wanted was to see these products or to hold these products. And <clears throat> that was, <clears throat> excuse me. It was very cool of rain science. They say, you know, before I was going to endorse them, I wanted to see what was up. So, yeah. And dude does pull people very carefully, man. A coupon code dude with rainsciencegrowbags.com if you want to give them a warm GGC welcome. And we'll get some bags to hook up shortly as well. In the news, this is funny. Scotty pulled no exceptions. There's actually two stories here. First one, no exceptions. California ski resort to enforce rules against marijuana uh, use. And this is a resort... 70 miles northeast of Fresno. It is China, China Peak Mountain Resort. Is there a coincidence Sounds here? Sounds great. Sounds great, man. Now they're buying our mountains, huh? Um, in quotes, said its plan, in quotes, crack down on its use was brought on by complaints over the weekend. After noting marijuana use is legal in California, the resort, resort wrote, use is illegal at our resort as we are 100% on United States Forest Service federal land and must operate by federal rules. Um, yeah, I've heard that on Red Rocks. It's the same thing where I'd be smoking a joint. They'd be like, you can't smoke that here. I'm like, uh, I'm in Colorado, man. China Peak they- said starting now, there will be staff in parking lots and on lifts to ensure that we are obeying the rules. Wait, how um, are they going to shoot- staff people on the actual, like what someone dude's just going to ride with you up the yeah, lift to make sure that you're not smoking weed? <laughs> if you choose to use marijuana at China Peak, you'll be removed from the resort for the day. No except no exception. So this was the news story, the first one. And then like over the weekend, um, they got some comments. And here's the next news story titled, uh, China or Fresno County Ski Resort softens its messaging on marijuana after public chimes in. Ooh. First off, before I read some points, if you guys don't know the atmosphere at any, I've been to a lot of different resorts. People smoke, man. It goes hand in hand with the sport. You're outside. Not everybody. Yes, there's families there. Be respectful for where you're doing it. But um, 
it's culture. And you, you're in the, you're, there's, you know, how wide open a ski resort is. There should be no reason why you're bothering somebody else. Like you're, you know, if you're standing right in the line, which I have seen, you know, whether there are family or kids, don't do that. You know, that's not normalizing in the right way. What's up? It's legal though, man. It It's legal. So you're gonna have to talk to your kids about it. There's no more like, oh my God, where did you find this at 13, 14 years old? You're going to smell it. You're going to see it. There's stores everywhere that sell it. Dude's got it on his Chris Santa's making sweaters with it on there, man. Look at that. But so you can't just, uh, you can't be offended when you smell cannabis anymore. When you're like, oh my God, where are the cops? Yeah, I agree. Well, the new message from China Peak, Scotty, um, is uh, this is from the the owner? He said that uh, it has never been enforced with any consistency, and there's nothing to indicate that this will change. Um, that's in contrast with the message shared by China Peak on Sunday. It says the change in messaging has followed a number of comments China Peak received. The owner said they were in support of the resort's stance, but that there were others taking the other position as well. After giving it further thought. They issued a follow-up statement calling it our final word on this. We are not enforcement officers, in quotes, nor do we want to be. We don't have the staff nor the time. Many of our guests find the smell of weed offensive either to themselves or to their families or friends. Here is wait, our wait, ask. Wait, 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 wait. They just said they find it offensive. People that smoke weed find it offensive to themselves? Guests find the smell of weed oh, offensive. Yes. Yeah. Um, here's the ask. Please respect all our customers, including those who are offended by the smell of marijuana. For those who smoke, please do so away from the resort. Everybody can win here. I mean, you said it's not legal to technically to smoke on federal land, if you will, even though it's the lamest right. shit ever. Right. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, in, I see in it. In Colorado and California, public consumption is still not legal. Yeah, it's what Where they choose it, to It ain't enforce. Oklahoma there. Yeah, uh, that's, you know, I, I just was thinking about a, how sore I am if I fly, like when I would fly to go snowboarding or go on vacation and go snowboarding, it's three or four days and you want to go three or four days in a row because you're paying for it. And I remember day two, day three, even 2.30 in the afternoon, wanting to do one or two more runs and being exhausted. There is medical benefit, or I don't say, and sore as hell the next day. There's medical benefit to cannabis. And I'm sure that there's some people that really do use it to get to enjoy their, their experience. We're talking like every single pro snowboarder that's out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think what about if it's just for joint pain, you know, or if it's, it's for, hey, you know what? It's hard for me to snowboard. I'm getting old and my hip kills me when I do it. But I get really stoned. I'll smoke a joint and I can get a few runs and I really enjoy it. It feels great. I think you should be. I mean, I mean, if you're hot boxing like a gondola, I get it. Or if you're in a ski line like right next to a little kid, you know, you're sitting there like blazing a J. But I think it should be a laugh. You're just stepping away. The smell of weed is not that. Even for me, the smell of cigarettes, if you're in closed area, for sure. Right. If I'm outside and I catch a whiff of a cigarette, I'm like, hmm, this doesn't smell. I'm just curious. Whatever. I don't I mind that. I don't smell. mind the smell of weed at all. Um, so kind of interesting. But uh, let's move on to what's up. Well, you know, think about how much space there is. You're, you don't have people on top of you when you snowboard. The only time you're really around people or ski is when you get on the lifts. So as soon as you get off, if you have respect and you don't call, you know, if you're going to smoke a joint, I've definitely smoked a joint in the resort. You cruise over in the woods real quick, man. You go 15, yeah. 20 foot in the woods. Uh, if you want to sit down and smoke a bowl, same thing. If you're going to do a, a, go a, on the a woods, just 
sit down where I'm at on the run, exactly. whatever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't think you're going to offend anybody if you whip out a bowl. I mean, you don't want to get run over. It'd be kind of, I'd be pissed if there's <laughs> if somebody runs you over, that's their fault and they are a bad skier. <laughs> you're dodging all the all the <laughs> the bowl sessions down. <laughs> down the run you know it's holy shit there's somebody smoking a ball three people <laughs> be kind of funny not um <laughs> let's uh, let's move on got a quick hit here i think we covered part of this this was out of normal uh normal.org n-o-r-m-l and analysis plant derived cannabinoids provide paint provide relief from neuropathic pain so i want to touch this because of my mother who has uh um, cancer is taking drobinol, which is synthetic THC prescribed Dronabinol. by her doctor. Mm-hmm. So this is a study done 861 neuropathic pain patients. Patients in the trials consumed a variety of cannabis related products, including whole plant cannabis, plant derived cannabis medicines, examples given Sativex or oral CBD, and or lastly, synthetic cannabinoids, example, dron- dronabinol. Authors reported that patients receiving either whole plant cannabis containing THC or plant-derived medicines containing both, both THC and CBD received significant improvements in pain intensity, while subjects administered other cannabinoids, be it THC alone or not THC alone, CBD or CBDV and other synthetic cannabinoids such as drabinol did not. Most commonly reported side effects were patients in the trials were anxiety, sedation, and dizziness. But talk that's, about- why you should, that's why you should be able to smoke a one-to-one at the ski resort because it's uh, a pain, uh, has good pain uh, dulling properties. What do we call it? Neuropathic pain. Okay. Reduction in neuropathic pain. I mean, you could use that if you're, you know, skiing at 72 on a, on a replaced hip. I'll bet you could use that. That's why also we preach like whole plant medicine or at least having CBD and THC, um, and I gave this to my mother. Actually, shit, probably we're in the future now, but she's taking this to UCLA. This article, I'm like, show this to your doctor since he's prescribed drabinol to you, and tell him the side effect you're having from it. I'd like to hear what he has to say. So we got uh, DGC dude's mom on the street going to get some opinion from the doctor on this article. So we'll let you know. You're you're calling it drabinol or whatever. It's got a worse name than that. It's called drone abinol. It starts with drone in the front. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no good, no good. But um, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully my mother's visiting soon. I'm gonna have to go get a plethora of edibles for her to mess with. Um, Let's go on to. Is this your new story about the waitress? This was just interesting. <laughs> you know, it's a, what do they call it? Ironic or I don't know. This is an Arkansas. I won't read the headline. I'll keep it. I'll keep it for you podcast folks. It's Arkansas waitress waiting on a party of 40 realtors. They were having their Christmas party or whatever. Uh-huh. And every they were probably you know, successful people, I imagine. And they go, hey, let's make this waitresses. There's, there's two, a waiter and a waitress that took care of the party. Let's make their Christmas. Everybody throw in a hundy. We'll give them a $4,000 tip, you know? And these people, I've like looked into this too. They, uh, I've been going around to multiple, like through the pandemic, to multiple different restaurants and Got doing, it. doing this for their servers, like a, as a group. Got it. So they they hooked this waitress up, and you know, and her, her the other waiter, and she's just crying and can't believe it, and she's so psyched, and the other waiter is just so psyched. They're gonna, yeah, 
two grand each they're getting. And then the owner of the restaurant comes over and he's like, hell no, man, tip share, baby. He's like, we're putting all that in and the restaurant gets its cut. And then everybody, and I was, it was just like, she ended up getting a few hundred bucks and she was so pissed that she got fired. Wait, no, it's worse. Than Is that. it? After, after that happened, she went public and like said right. this on like Reddit or somewhere. Sure. And it went viral. And, yeah, then, and yeah. then the restaurant fired her yeah. uh, for misrepresenting the restaurant, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, yeah. There, Sucks, man. This is just a PR nightmare yeah. for this restaurant because they probably should not have fired her. And I also read the comments, dude. The comments are getting in my head, but then I laugh. Like, I just laughed at the waitress getting fired. <laughs> well, she got um, It says, when Wise, when Wise, who owns the real estate company, called Whitley. Found out, he then demanded the restaurant return the tip money, then turned over $2,200 directly to Brandt. So she got, I mean, she got fired, but at least she got she got the money, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I thought that was ironic, okay? Like I said, I've been getting in trouble for laughing at, at uh, fucked up things on the show, but that's kind of ironic, no? Isn't it ironic, Linus Morissette? <laughs> Don't you think? Thank God she doesn't get played on the radio again, anymore. Again, where is the "Isn't It the Chronic" song like cover? <laughs> of, isn't it right, right. Come on. I got one more on here since it's the holidays. This ties in. This ties in. I think you'd find this fun. Los Angeles Times want to get high, but not too high. This holiday season here, seven low dose options. Let me see. So if you scroll down, we can you, they they start to list out uh, what they are. Starting off with one number one's the Cloud Eleven. I don't know what the hell Cloud Eleven is. It is uh, THC infused foods in this space. Okay, Culver City based Cloud Eleven entered low dose THC infused food space. The handmade artisan edibles come in two dosage options, Scotty: two milligrams each of THC and CBD or four milligrams each one to one two mils or four mils now i think this is good for weed light people no no what's good for weed light people is to give them 10 milligrams and then they can take they'll be taking one 10 milligram or a half of one if you smoke weed i went down and hung out with my buddies guru was there in florida and these guys never take edibles, but they smoke all day long. I gave him a 25 mil, I gave him half of a 50 milligram medical edible, allegedly. And they were like, oh, I'm so high. This is great. And a couple hours later, can I have the other half? They weren't like, oh my God, what the fuck did you do to me? You know, so the tolerance does transfer over somewhat. I see some people that have never had cannabis in their life that could use that. That could be for like my mom. This next yes. one though is see, a, I'm I, not, the almost the exact opposite. I just with my dad, it's a trial by fire. Just throw him some fifty milligrams and be like, "It's a fifty. Nah. Take a nibble." Yeah, take a nibble. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't tell him to take the whole thing, but like just you. Take yeah, a you're bite. probably going to get a a better value uh, that that route. Uh, this next product is uh, Country Light, man. Country Light uh, recently launched is probably positioning itself as the light cannabis brand even going as far as slapping that slogan on its pump top vacuum sealed jars of pre-rolled joints so their thing is a one-to-one and their thc content topping out at 10 percent. nothing wrong with a 10 percent one-to-one joint no but there's right? something wrong with all the plastic and packaging that goes into how about the price case? point um these are a 0.6 gram about a half gram pre-rolled joint 40 dollars 
for a jar of six. This is scary, man, because what happens if they take away growers' rights and this is the product you can get? <clears throat> all you can get is this expensive product, and then maybe they really up the price of really good flour. You're like, dude, oh, this is not a good way. I would growers like rights, it if man. it wasn't for the, the pricing. I mean, $40 for a jar of six makes them Come on. Set. Look at that packaging. You could have it in a reusable jar or something like that. Even, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, uh, that's I don't know. There's a couple joints in there. Not even that good of joints. Head for the mountains of country life. <laughs> this is interesting. I dig this article, <laughs> dude. Pure Beauty is the next one here. And Pure Beauty is another pre-roll. Uh, it's known for its powerful, sustainably grown flour and arty, playful packaging, Scotty. Arty, playful. You know, <laughs> the unbox experience is pretty amazing with that, but it's at least not loaded with plastic. At least it's thoughtfully packaged in paper, no? Their lowest, now this is where it gets a little maybe ridiculous, but it has their user. Their lowest THC offering is a 20 to 1 CBD to THC strain called Terry T um, with a THC content that hovers around point. Seven seven percent. So I mean, that's, at that that's point, somebody that doesn't want to get high. They don't want to get high. <laughs> straight up. You know, you're just like, let me try something. It will do nothing. I mean, it will do something. I, that still will give you a feeling of relaxation. From my experience or, with CBD, or for someone trying to quit smoking cigarettes, uh, nah, and just true. the oral fixation <laughs> of having a cigarette. That having joints definitely helps with that. It's the work weed. I like this next one. This is new. Pure, <laughs> pure wanna, pure wanna. I like that. One of the newest options in the fastest growing category of cannabis infused drink additives. It is vegan, yes. gluten free, low calorie, soluble powder. Hey, I think Potent hey. Tonic Steve already has this. A lawsuit coming up. Um, low calorie, soluble powder designed to turn any beverage into THC enhanced beverage. In addition to five milligram and 10 milligram doses designed for more experienced users, there's an approachable, approachable 2.5 milligram option for those babies stepping into the baked by a beverage space. Right. This could be interesting, man, because I could see this mm. easily. What? What? You I can like see it? this easy. I'm your, I know where you're going. Easily being abused, man, where you can dose somebody's drink. And mm -hmm. it also, you know? uh, <laughs> it's the power. It hurts really bad if you snort it. <laughs> this there's little powder pouches like the little i don't know it looks like a sample sticker recharge pouch um i wonder what flavors they come in but yeah what i mean dosing come on if you're gonna dose somebody and not let them know doing it with 10 milligrams of thc is probably the best thing out there right you're right I yeah mean, you're sitting there dumping dude, like a dozen of them in there dude the um, fucking uncle george is cracking up today like what's up he's usually pretty angry you know like <laughs> Thing, though, yeah, you, I guess so. You we know, don't uh, we don't condone no encourage dosing anybody. By the way, um, no. But what uh, I mean, you know, first off, of course, people like to get a little effed up. I'm like, okay, let's mix this in with a little bit of an alcohol beverage. You know, save some time here. But why not <laughs> just eat a gummy? You know, this is cool though. It's another form. I think it's neat. What if you make your own iced tea and you want to infuse it with some soluble THC? Um, what's the price point on this? It says uh, 10 <laughs> serving. You know how iced tea, uh, all the sugar settles to the bottom, you know, and then it gets strong at the bottom of all the THC settled <laughs> to the bottom. And then the guy that their girl that had the last glass got messed up. 10 serving boxes 
of the 2.5 milligram dose packet sells for 20 right. bucks. That's kind of weak sauce. It's kind of weak sauce. I have no uh, idea what that means. Anyway, there's a lot of products out there. I do like um, how, how, what's this last one? We'll do one more. Wonder. Wonder is a, a low dose session line, serves two milligrams of Delta 9 THC, two milligrams of Delta 8, and four milligrams of CBD per eight ounce can. Wait a minute. What is, okay, Guru, can you break those down? What are we dealing with two milligrams of Delta 9 and two milligrams of Delta 8? Well, Delta 9 is just good old regular THC. THC, yeah. Uh, Delta 8 is like, I don't know. Who knows? Best, best equate. <laughs> well, no, it, it's it's a form of THC. It's like weed light or THC it's light. It's got some hype behind it's it. Like, we still got the cowboy cup. It still gets you like kind of high a little bit. So I don't know. It's like 30% of regular weed. It's uh, The, the reason it has hype is because it's not illegal yet, right? Uh, if it's hemp derived, it's not illegal at all per the farm bill. Hey, scroll down one more. I'm sorry, but there. Yeah, <clears throat> weird I, ass I was pills, man. What the hell is Zeno Daily? <laughs> <laughs> They're 0.4 milligrams a piece, along with an amino acid L-thionine. Come on, if they were four milligrams a piece, that would be kind of cool. For you guys look listening. We're looking at um, this. Looks like pure pharma, like a whole bunch of white yeah. little pills in a pharmaceutical yeah. type container. Says 60 doses, 0.4 milligrams each. So launched in August, Zeno is one of the newest and lowest THC options. Each tablet contains ultra low dose of 0.4 milligrams of THC, along with amino acid L-thionine. Right, a combination designed to reduce anxiety, boost mood, and increase focus in a more balanced and functional way than ingesting larger doses. What What would you do if those were psilocybin? 0.2 gram, 0.2 gram psilocybin pills. Pop micro, every morning. Micro dose pills. You either take a half or a whole one. That's a dollar cool. a tablet is the pricing on these. You're paying a dollar per 0.4 milligrams of THC. Mm. <sighs> it's Man, cheap to make edibles real. and grow your own. Just wait, FYI. Wait, hey, that's, I gotta say, that's hang on. Two thousand dollars per gram thank, of thank THC you. that's in there. That's where or, around there. If it were 0. 0.5, it would be two thousand. So it's a little bit, yeah. That's where I was going. A gram is a thousand milligrams. So when you're going and buying a you know a thousand milligram edible bar, you're taking basically, I don't know, a gram of pure THC. So what would that be, Guru? Maybe a gram and three quarters of some good concentrate, gram and a half of some good concentrate. Yeah. So a gram and a half of some good concentrate will make a thousand milligrams of of edibles. So consider that next time you're uh, you're buying edibles. Well, the show ain't over, but I do want to tell you if you guys have been having a good time laughing today, get yourself a Christmas gift. Become a DGC Patreon producer. Get some free yeah. seeds and seeds in your house. Some deals on recharge. Chances to win some HLG lights and all the other fun shit we're doing. DGC Patreon producers, thank you. Newgrows.com forward slash support. And now it is time to meme it up. Meme it up. Scotty's got give, give the dude, give the dude a Christmas gift, man. All year <laughs> you have been working really hard at the patrons uh, at, at uh, uh, giving more to the patrons. How do you like that giving? Huh? I like it. I like it. I'm grateful <laughs> and, for your your comment. Yeah, and I really do know that you uh, that that you care. So yeah, it would mean a lot if you if you subbed. If not for the show, if not for me. For the dude. All right. I'll take it. Cheers. What's up? We got six memes. I will try to. uh, Come on. Starting off with season greetings. DDC by big down under. Down under. (laughs) Nice. What do we got here? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, There you go, dude. That's you, man. That is you. Are you sure? I don't understand how it's you, but it's you. you. 
Okay, this is me somehow with some big female hairdo with Christmas decorations in it. It says, the tree isn't the only thing getting lit this year. All right, that I can't, I can go for that look, I guess. I'll try it. <laughs> that is 1970s dude right there. Oh, shit. What? And I cross-dress? Is that how it works? No, man. You do coke <laughs> and you party. It's 1978, all right? All right. What do we got next from One-Eyed Cat Cannabis? <laughs> there you go. Great job. Stoned Alone. <laughs> it's a home alone. It's got uh, us three. Uh, bring home your laughter this holiday season. And you're the... Guy with the crazy hair for once. I'm Joe Pesci, which of course, and uh, <laughs> I'm a Coley Culkin. And it says when Guru gets some good live rosin, he has to booby trap it to keep it from the sticky bandits. <laughs> yes, I will watch this, man. I'll watch this. You got the puff go. Pretty, pretty perfect. You do good as Pesci there. I think that this is good. Thanks, what I that's fucking tight. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm glad I made you laugh. I'm, I'm a clown, right? Fucking amuse you, right? Uh, what's Nothing. Up next? A little Joe Pesci love there, man. Come on, what what is up with this? I kind of believe that this really exists. I want to believe. All right, <laughs> <laughs> this is liquid gold. And uh, nobody get, took credit for this one. And it is a plant urinal. Turn your liquid gold into leafy greens. Yeah. Is this real? It no, shows a guy kind a, of peeing. It's, it's a funny gag joke gift box. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I, okay. I Googled it. <laughs> I hope I get one. <laughs> That's awesome. You get that under the Christmas tree. <laughs> Dude, right? I tried to find it. I just tried to find it real quick on the Google. And uh, it pulls up on Amazon here. Liquid gold, the lore and logic of using urine to grow plants. It's a book. You know, yeah, you know, you don't remember that? That's the only book I've autographed. Who has, the, who has that autograph I do, book? I don't oh. know. Dude, do you, do you have the Plant Parenthood book there in the bakery? I got it. I got it at my house. It can be in the bakery. Oh, yes. We got to give props. Got to give props for that one. But... I am obliged to send that to someone else. We have the store Plant Parenthood in Tucson, Arizona. I feel like it just belongs uh, <laughs> with with them. Like they're the rightful rightful people that should have that. Hey, dude, is it okay for like an awkward cottonmouth edit? Sure, take your cottonmouth edit. All right, is your throat relieved? Are you good? Are you unparched, Scatty? Yes, the cottonmouth has uh, has been because. While we're on break, the right word would be quenched. Yes, yeah, where I found I wanted to. I'm like gag gifts. I'm all about that. Check this out, dude. You can get a four pack off Amazon here. One, the plant urinal we just featured. Two, my first fire. Explore the wonders of fire lighting. It shows a little kid, and it comes with an 18 inch fire ring, four Endura logs, and it says an eight ounce fuel can. <laughs> I love. Uh, if you see the fault fart filter here, um, personal flatulence plug. It's a plug you can insert in under three seconds, by the way, to filter those parts. Um, and lastly, the Roto Wipe, which is uh, say goodbye to costly toilet paper. This is a rotating uh, nylon brush you can install on your uh, toilet. So I'm, my, my grandpa was uh, a hilarious gag gift type guy. So I totally forgot about gag gifts. I'm glad uh, we got that brought up here. I'm going to order this, see if I can get it in time.
Here you go. I, I got one for you, dude. Here's a, a, a perfect gag gift for your neighbor. Uh, it just says, sometimes when my friends are at work, I make boxes and leave them at their house. And it's just <laughs> a box that says industrial strength dildos on every side, man. Oh, dude, dude, That's dude. rough, right? <laughs> it's rough. I do have one last joke on that front where, yes, you can also sabotage people, which can be funny, such as there are these two younger professional snowboarders traveling over in Japan or something. And the older guy with them, I think he was he was filming or he, no, he was just an older snowboarder, but he's still really good in his late 30s. And they put a bunch of condoms in his luggage. He's married going back to the States. And his wife was just like, oh, oh like, that so. that's kind of mean. Yeah, kind of that mean. that's not cool. A, a good one would be uh, freezing a like cookie sheet of pee. And then when someone comes home like blackout drunk, you slide it under their door, uh, like crack it out and slide it under the door. So they wake up and think that they like pissed in front of the door. Yeah, I think it would be like a gram of weed. So they get uh, imprisoned for like eight years in a Japanese prison. Okay, back to, to the memes. That, uh, <laughs> it's going <again>. dark. <laughs> Bag of flaming shit, people. Keep it simple. Keep it um, simple, man. Wait, you saw how that went for the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia guys, right? I did not. <laughs> yeah, they, they ended up having to do community service because they accidentally burned down a building. <laughs> All right, the dude's mother-in-law posted by Sunflowers here. Thanks yes. for the memes, guys. Uh, what do we got? It says, oh. <laughs> you know who that well, is? That's that's, that's Rosanna Dana Dana from uh, the original Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's that's her official name, huh? Say that again. Rosanna Dana Dana. Oh my! OMG! It smells like a dead skunk and blueberries. <laughs> nice. That's hilarious, right? That's some tight hair. I like it. Yeah, Rosanna Dana Dana. That was when I got to like stay up late in the mid seventies to uh, watch Saturday Night Live, and it actually was funny. You were live in the mid seventies. Yeah, man, I was. I remember <laughs> disco and all that stuff, bro. Perfect advertising. I'm just, yeah, I, we won't get into it. I'm a stay focused here. Perfect advertising placement by NEP net. And we're looking at a picture of, this is this overhead advertising, like on a, on a bus a bus or something. And it says marijuana. Your teen comes home and you smell marijuana. Now what? Start talking now.org. And then what's next to it? This calls for air guitar. Is that part of the ad? I don't think so. I don't know. But it definitely has a guy playing air guitar, like really getting into it. And it just says this calls for air guitar. And it must be from the ad next to it. But it's uh, pretty funny. You know what? There's an example of a, a hobby um uh that you could get into very low barrier financial barriers to, to entry if you want to practice your icky guy icky guy air guitar i tell you, I tell you what my, you want to talk about a icky guy my uh father-in-law is i don't know in his late 70s and he is very into karaoke he is almost a traveling karaoke dude man <laughs> and there's other people that are also very into it and it's uh an interesting subculture man it is i believe there's a whole movie about it as well so oh yeah i forgot okay. which, which one i don't know if it's very good but uh one more meme here uh this is posted by port city grow the left handed grower oh, and rah. dude scotty's hair looking like oh, this is a good comparison yeah got your hair sticking straight up looking good uh, looking like with, week three in flower 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> week three in flower is your hairdo. Is that what you told the dresser? Give me week three. Yeah, Maybe give me week a, three and a half this time. I, I did just go to the, to the, uh, the, the haircut place this morning, the hairstylist this morning. And hey, you know, we talk about those weird coincidences. All right, so I'm driving home from getting a haircut, and I'm going, hey, I'm going to call Guru, tell him to uh, you know, meet me at the bakery or whatever, just see what's going on. And I call him, and sure enough, uh, I pull up, and I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sure I'm pulling up behind Guru right now. And I saw him answer, the guy in front answer the phone. And I'm like, holy shit, look behind you. And <laughs> I was behind him in traffic. That's pretty <laughs> weird, right? It was pretty no. weird. Or I was just really trying to time getting at the bakery at the same time as you. Is that and what I did was? like a perfect job. Masterful, <laughs> man. I leave at the last moment, all right? Um, that is uh, not too weird. Both live in the same city, both going to the same place. You know what I'm saying? Some things are kind of weird. I don't give that one that much weirdness. When when have I when do I leave in the morning? I'm always here. So the you guys, one day that I leave, it's uh yeah, yeah. Come on, that's like on social media. Let's do it. Me and another friend, whenever back in the day, doesn't he lives in Florida now, police officer, but whenever we meet each other in traffic, coincidentally, it's on. It's like fucking go kart racing on the street. Like just start to have fun. Little bumps too, like bump the bumper a little bit. You know, mess around, get yeah. get after it. Uh, now you do that, and the airbags go off, and your dad gets <laughs> mad. <laughs> All right, come on, deep thought. What you find? Deep thought of the day. Ready? Do yes. regular dogs see police dogs and think, oh, shit, it's the cops? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know? Interesting. I, I think they're curious about it, but I don't think they think that. <laughs> All right. Come on. Let's laugh. This one takes a little while, but Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's just let's have some laughs, man. This is about a minute long. Have some fun. Hit it. Uh, sound, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the pool will be closed for five minutes. Exit the pool. Everyone out. I have a small bathroom break I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets out of the pool. <laughs> pool. If you're just watching. Minutes. Thank you. It's the lifeguard. Fair enough. Fair Everybody's enough. out of the pool. Lifeguard's getting down to take his bathroom break. He's got to keep everybody safe. Oh, man. <laughs> um, now he's going into the pool. He walks into the pool and takes a piss. And he's just making a, like, a face of relief. <laughs> oh, this one made me laugh, bro. That's pretty tight. I like that. That's some good comedy. And then he shakes at the end. That's the end. I like it. I like it, man. Shout out to Eric Andre style comedy a little bit. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, man. He's got, he does have a new season that came out. It's pretty damn good. All right. I'll have to new check last that. year. Yeah. Season five, I think. Well, let's do some shout outs. Hope everybody has good holidays. Yeah. Got Merry Christmas, nice everybody. And their stockings and big ups and big love to these DGC Patreon producers making the show happen. I'll start it off with Rad Sky in New York. Wait, NY Donnie Dank? Dank? I'm messing this one all up. New York Donnie Dank. All right. Donnie, how about Donnie Dank? Donnie Dank. I'm going Donnie Dank. 
I like right? it. I like it. Top tier solvent list and canna bus driver. Uh, Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a great holiday. What's a turd burglar and Captain High? Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy holidays to you. Rufus and Trippin' Billy. You ever trip, dude? Yes, we know this. About six, six or seven times in my life. You ever trip on Christmas, bro? No, that's not happened. Yeah, uh, seems kind of weird. <laughs> I got uh, Gronk and yeah. Kana Sewer. Oh, Kana. Kana Sewer. What's going on? And last but not least, Oki Grower. How's it going, Oki? Do you, know who, yes. do, you know, do you know who Gronk is? What's his name? Gronkowski from the... Ross Gronkowski. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers currently. I, I ran into someone that met him, and they were trying to explain to me how huge of a human being he was. He's just like this six foot six, like huge football player guy, and you're like, he doesn't look human, man. <laughs> Happy holidays, my friends. We'll be coming at you here before the New Year's. This day higher for sure, especially during Christmas. And uh, yeah, peace out. Yeah, have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, we're take her easy, dude. Yes, <laughs> yes. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's is to take a little break. 